everyone. It's your favorite podcast host, Maram. And Hannah. Welcome back to our cozy little communication corner. On this episode, we'll be ending our SLP journey by discussing pay scale. So join us as we wrap up our journey and let's talk speech therapy. So Hannah, how have you been? It's been so long. I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. It's been a while. We haven't recorded in about, a what, two weeks, a week? Something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I've yes. been doing pretty good. Um, let's see what's been going on with me recently. Well, okay. First of all, my first question is, do you watch The Bachelor or mm-hmm. The Bachelorette? Yeah. Okay. So I guess but I see like, to you. Yeah. I see mm-hmm. clips on like TikTok, but that's it. Okay. Well, let me just tell you. So I used to be a fan when I was really young. I stopped watching. And then when COVID hit, um, when – what's his name? James something. I forgot his name. Everyone knows. I, for, I forget. My husband would know. But anyways, when he came on – oh, Matt James. Matt James. That's his name. But when he did it, um, when he was The Bachelor, Omar and I watched it. And then I've been following since COVID. But um, – recently the newest bachelorette her name's charity and i just watched the finale right before this recording and i was so mad that she didn't pick joey i was furious but spoiler alert this episode is coming out way after the news Mm -hmm. so i'm so sorry if you didn't watch it but spoiler alert joey's the new bachelor so i mean that's kind of that's kind of exciting i'm a big fan of joey um but and I'm excited for Bachelor in Paradise. It's coming out September 28th, as you can tell. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. And then they're having a Golden Bachelor. Did you know that? No, I don't even know what that would mean. Okay, it's a gold. Okay, Golden, as in like an older person Bachelor. He's like oh. 60, 50 something. I'm mm. not sure his age. So. Um, he's a little older. He's our, um, and he looks so cute and I can't wait to watch that one. Um, so I'm excited for it, but it's also coming out September 28th. So there's a lot going on in, you know, the Bachelor Nation. Mm, well, what I know about Bachelor Nation is, um, <laughs> I saw a TikTok and uh-huh. Kim Kardashian was telling her family that she's going to be, um, the Bachelorette or she's like, really offered to be the Bachelorette for one. I don't know. And like her mom was mad. Like her mom was like, Kim, how are you going to be a bachelorette (laughs) in like a house full of men and you're going to kiss all these men on TV? It was just like, I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians either. But like, Uh I love the little clips that I see of them, like on my TikTok. I love them so much. So yeah, that's that's the only thing I know. So keep an eye out for that if she does it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think, I don't know how that, that'd be a very interesting season. Um, I mean, I don't know how they'd be able to... Her, they'd have to pay a lot. I have to fix yeah, my light. Yeah, Sorry. One second. Very good. It's just like winding. There we go. One more. Yeah, that should be, she would be very expensive. Well, so I'm a really big fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. My husband literally hates it. He's more of a Love Island, you know, too hot to handle, perfect mm. match type of guy. Oh, okay. he just watched Love Island UK like nonstop. Do you know how many episodes they have on Love Island? Oh my gosh. Okay. Maram, they record every single day and they post an episode or they publish an episode every day as well. So it's like 50 plus episodes because it's two months and it's every single day. That's crazy. It's insane. And he loves it so much. He loves mm. it. Yeah, not my, I feel like if I watched them, I would love them. Like I would be addicted. They're addicting. But I, don't, I don't let myself watch them because like, 
I barely have enough time in the day to begin with. So, like, <laughs> honestly, you want to know what we've been binge-watching? Binge mm-hmm. What? So, <laughs> we were binge-watching Naruto, and then we, like, oh, okay. had, like, the anime, and then we, like, yeah, finished yeah, yeah. it, and now we're binge-watching... Well, I mean, we're not binge watching. Like, we're only watching two episodes, two to three episodes. Like here and there, time for it. Right, yeah, right. every day. But like, oh, about. Two, I mean, almost like obviously the days that we're not home, we're not. But, mm-hmm. um, anyways, we've been watching like Boruto, which is like his son. And mm. honestly, I expected to hate it, but like, I really like it. So I guess like, mm. yeah. But like, I feel like if I watch like Keeping Up with the Kardashians or like Love Island or like The Bachelor, like I would. Just yeah, like reality, have to watch trash all reality, the TV. Yeah, TV shows. I get yeah. that. Yeah, it's too much. Um, that's I'll watch The Bachelor and like you know Bachelor, think like the franchise. But that's kind of it. Or more like the other shows. Other shows are way too much for me. Um, so much drama. So much drama. So much drama. But that's my first update. My second update is that I went on a trip this weekend, um, yes. and so it was my birthday trip. I told Omar to not buy me anything or not give me a gift and just surprise me. I am huge on surprises. I love surprises. Is he so good I said, at them? Like, yeah, planning them. I would say so. He did a really good job. I had no idea and where we were going until we got there. He just told me like the weather and kind of like what ish to pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought he did a really good job. We ended up going to a resort um and spa in santa cruz i don't remember their oh name oh my gosh you have to find the name for me that it was sounds sham. so nice it was really okay wait, hold on let me find it for you it was called sham something okay let me see if i can pronounce it right shamanade shamanade resort and spa that's what i think I'll it was look called them up. But it was so really, nice. it was so pretty. Um, he ended up kind of planning everything and I kind of ruined his plans because I really wanted to stay at the resort because they had a sauna, they had a steam mm. room, they had a gym mm. and Omar tried to do everything that like I like to do. So bless his soul. He actually woke up at 5.30 every morning and worked out with me. And then mm-hmm. we went to, he went to the steam room, he did the sauna with me and then he went swimming and he hates swimming. Um, but we, it was like 7.30 AM and we were swimming in the yeah, hot tub I mean, and in the pool. In the hot tub? I can understand. That's so nice. The, the um, pool was heated. So it was really oh. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a fun trip. We went to Santa Cruz and then we ended up going to Monterey, um, the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Um, mm-hmm. After being there like for like 30 minutes, we got bored. So we left. So yeah. it was kind of a waste of money. Say, we did. We went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium to take for AIDS, like for our holiday, we had mm-hmm. taken our kids there, like me and my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it was nice, but it was not what I expected. Like, Have I don't you know been what there I before? No, I'd never. Oh, so I mean, maybe as time. a child, but like, I didn't remember. So it was like a first time experience. And I don't yeah. know why, like, I thought it would be like, just like, like, you know, like you would walk yeah, in yeah, yeah. and like, they would just be everywhere. And, like, like fish. Like, yeah. Like, you're like in a fishbowl. Yeah. Like the, yeah, exactly. Like the movies, yeah. I guess. Like, is there mm-hmm. anywhere like that? I don't know. There probably but, is. The Monterey Bay Aquarium is not it though. Mm-mm, I've been there no, way too many times in the past, <laughs> like, let's say like 10 years. And I was like, I literally can tell you everything about this music mm-hmm. like this exhibit or whatever it was, yeah it was cute though like my son really liked like pointing at the fish so maybe when he's a little older we'll go again but yeah but we we ended up spent we only spent like a couple hours there maybe like mm-hmm. i don't know like two um and we paid 40 dollars for parking 
Um, for, for parking? Yeah. Why? It was so – okay. So there, there was a car show like a couple streets over. So it was really um, – there was a lot of traffic and it was very busy and we went on a Saturday. We were supposed mm. to go on a Friday, but Omar ended up like, he was like, oh, you want to stay at the resort? Okay, I'll move the date. And I was like, thank you. But I felt really bad mm. because he was driving. There was a lot of traffic. He got so stressed and like we passed by like multiple parking structures. We couldn't find one that like he couldn't find the entrance of one. And then he was like, we're just going to pull up to this one. And it was like $40. And I was like, Omar, like, this is so – like, it hurt my soul. Mm-hmm. It hurt me so much. Yeah. But I was, it was sad. But it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, never yeah. pay for $40 parking. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. If I was driving, I would keep going. But he was – I, I think he was tired. Yeah. yeah. He I'm was sure tired. He was. Yeah. I mean, he woke up at 5.30 every morning um, to work out with me. Oh, and then we worked out twice one day. Which was which was Is that crazy. what you do on vacation, Hannah? You That's work out my, twice a day. You crazy my girl. Si- my sister called me actually, or she texted me at five thirty in the morning, and I was like, "Dude, why are you up?" And she goes, "Why are you up? You're on vacation." And I was like, "Oh, we're about to work out." She was like, uh, "Why?" And I was like, "For funsies, I don't know." Um, but they had a nice gym, and so they had a nice a good spa thing to do for fun. But yeah, yeah, I love um, spas. I'm I'm a spa it's girl. Cute. I know I loved it so much. Um, Do you but yeah. like a massage or a facial or anything? <sighs> no, I mean it was kind of expensive. I haven't gotten an expensive massage before, and I really want to. It was like 140, and I don't know if I want to spend that much oh, money. That's like parking for three times. I don't know. Four yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, I wish. One day I will. One day I will. Um, yeah. End I up mean, getting- I'm the, like I feel like. I'm the kind of person when I'm on vacation, I'm like, eh, when are we ever going to be here right. again? Like, I'll just right. do it. And then our vacations end up costing so much money. And yeah. then, like, we can't go on another vacation for it sometime. <laughs> but, like, it's good to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, we worked out a lot, so I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Um, but, yeah, you look that's like very refreshed. I, I am. I didn't want to go back to work, but I had to. It's so and now I'm working. It's so. Now I'm working six days this week. So, what? funsies. Oh, this week. Yeah, I have picked up a few weekend shifts, but that's my update. How about have you been up to? What's been going on? How was your jobs with an S? Yeah, so the private practice is going beautifully. Um, I recently rearranged my schedule so they can add like another kit to it. Um, but I'm, I mean, I really hope it's like a little tiny kid, but mm-hmm. like whoever I get will be fine. Right. Um, I've been just like really enjoying it. Honestly, I started with the hospital um, and it's going really well. I love the team. Literally everybody on the team is so nice. Um, And I'm just like so happy to be there. It's a really good good team, but I'm just like, so like every time someone's like, oh, welcome. I'm like, thank you so much for having me. Like, I'm so happy to be here. And it's just like, going so well so like I'm really like if you can't tell Hannah I'm very (laughs) excited that's amazing yeah um and then let's see what's the other place and then I did my own like private assessment Mm -hmm. and um it went really well like that also went very well um highly unintelligible kid only has vowels Mm. and like two or three consonants um so that was that was a little but he was so so sweet and so so like smart like this kid was so Mm -hmm. smart and I could tell like his speech was just like really like discouraging him and just like getting Mm. in his way so I really hope his parents pursue therapy um and then I are you not seeing him for therapy or just the ego um 
I offered to see him for therapy, but I don't take, um, I only do private pay. And so the mom was like, we're just going to try to find someone who takes insurance first. And if like, it doesn't work out, we'll come back to you. And I was like, yeah, go on. And so I sent her a couple of practices that do take insurance. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I also finally made contact with the people at Alta Regional. Oh my goodness, you guys, I applied in February and nobody answered. And like Alta's, Alta has a reputation too, like for not answering. And so yeah. I messaged them and like, I, cause I applied maybe three different times, like mm-hmm, not realizing mm-hmm. that every time you apply it resets, like they have to answer mm-hmm. you within 45 days. So the last time I responded, I was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I've tried this three times and I'm well past my 45 day mark. So if I don't hear back, like by the end of the week, I said it very kindly, even way kinder than this. Cause I hate mm-hmm. to like come off as like rude or as a Karen, mm-hmm. but I was like, if I don't hear it back by the end of this week, like I'm going to reach out to like um ddh or what was it the developmental disorders blah, blah. Mm-hmm. i can't what is it let me look it up i don't like that i just said blah 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 um it's, it's right here department of Devel- developmental services but yeah so magically i hear back got a phone call even a person to connect nice. with yeah uh-huh. and she was like so sorry like I'm out here working by myself and like I felt so bad honestly I was like I'm uh-huh. sorry too but like I've been trying to get in like in contact with somebody for so long um and she was just like oh I'm really sorry I'm here by myself so like just call me like call this number anytime that you need like something and she's like I'll send you like screening forms or whatever and so then I was like sounds good and then like I never got the screening form so then like I I felt so bad calling her because I was like I know you're busy and I don't want to be that person that like keeps nagging you. But like, I have been working on this for so long. And so I called her and she was like, oh, like, oh my bad. Like, I'll send it right now. And then like she hung up and then I didn't get it. And so then I called her again, like the next week. And I was like, hey, um," I left a voicemail. I was like, hey, I know you're busy. But like, I just want to check that you have the right email because like nothing's Mm -hmm. coming through on my end. And so then like she called me back and whatever, we touched base and all's good. I got my forms. Um. And so, yeah, that's finally moving along. Um, and I think- Wait, are you applying on- to another job? Like, are you applying with Alta Regional? So I'm applying to be a vendor with Alta Regional because then like oh. I'll have like my own, like I could see clients through them. And that mm. way, like once you're in with a regional center, you always have kids coming in for therapy. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So if you guys are interested, like we can talk more about that later on, but that's just like- one of the good ways, like I've talked to a few SLPs and they say this is one of the best ways to like start your practice because like you'll mm. always have income coming in, but you don't need like a place to do the therapy because you go to their houses or to the right, park right. or to wherever you go um, or the daycare. And so like you don't need to pay rent. So it's a good way to like save mm-hmm. up money so that you can open like a brick and mortar. Anyway, so yeah. that happened. Finally, I'm so happy. And the girl's so sweet. Like, I want to be like, are you guys hiring? Because I know a few people that would be so great at this that could help you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to overstep. Um, And then we talked about the hospital, the private practice. And I think that's pretty much everything. Wait, so actually I have another update. So uh-huh. I was recording a TikTok video talking about like milestones and why. Oh, um... yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. I Okay. <laughs> I actually want to give you guys the background story. I was going to try to rush through this, but so we can, I'm like, wow, our updates are going to be short. Um, Uh No, I have another story. So I'm in a Facebook parenting group um, and I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, but one of them is like a parenting group and someone posted like that she's concerned that her daughter isn't reaching her speech milestones and she's in a country where they don't have speech therapists. And so like, Mm -hmm. I usually, usually I don't answer comments like 
maybe like this week, I feel like I've been answering a lot. Cause like once I answer one comment, then I'm like, you know, I'm so yeah. comfortable to keep going. Um, but I generally, I don't give, like, I don't even, I try my best not to even give my opinion unless it's asked for specifically by mm-hmm. me. Cause I've learned like through life, like not everyone wants your opinion. Right. Um, and so like, Maybe if I'm really concerned, I'll make like a comment once and then the person can like reach out to me if they want to hear it more. But anyway, so she was specifically asking for speech milestones. And then I was like, "Mm, let's see what everyone in the comments is saying. Like, I'm sure there's a speech therapist in this group. And Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, the comments, they were like, people were saying like, oh, my kid didn't talk until she was four. My kid, your kid already, her, her child was like, around 18 months and so she was like mm-hmm. concerned what those milestones were and people were like oh my gosh your little tiny baby is doing so much more than my five-year-old and I was like and these were just like the comments like they were just like all like that like this is normal mm. this is fine and I was like okay so I pulled out my little thumbs and I <laughs> typed up and I was like hey I just like I'm a speech therapist and like I wanted to let you know that these are the milestones and she had mentioned right. pointing and I was like telling her about pointing um and I'm like feel free to reach out if you like need help finding somewhere to go whatever um Mm -hmm. I know like we can't offer therapy services for places that we're not licensed like in terms of other states yeah I don't know Mm -hmm. how that works over internationally but I did tell her like I would have to I'm like I wasn't offering therapy services I was offering like a handout that I give all my clients like every Mm -hmm. first session that has like the milestones and you know whatever strategies like general strategies like there's 10 I think Mm -hmm. on the page um anyways so we did that. I talked to her. And then like, well, I went to the person who was like, oh, your little baby just so much. My son doesn't even have two words. And her son was like four or five. Mm. And I commented oh. and I was like, hey, like, I just wanted to like, <laughs> let you know Stop. that. Yeah. Well, like I, cause she was saying like milestones are nothing. And so I like, I commented and I was like, hey, I just wanted mm. to let you know, like milestones um, are really there as like more of a guidance. Like, yeah, Guide, everybody, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like everyone grows at their own pace, but right. like, it's a good indicator of like, um, when your kids should like have meet, meet the milestones. Like general and, terms. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a general term. And then like, you know, obviously if your kid's missing like one milestone, like maybe it's not a super big red flag depending on what it is. But if you see mm-hmm. like they're cons- consistently missing, like they don't respond right. to their name, they don't point, they don't have any words. Like, you know, I didn't go into all that detail, but like I did right, say like right, if right. they're missing a bunch, then, you know, maybe reach out to the pediatrician and bring these up just so you know. And I'm like, and also you're more than welcome to reach out to me and mm-hmm. I can help you like, figure out what to tell the pediatrician if you're interested anyways after that three people reached out to me and they were like hey my kid doesn't talk and I was like um I don't know what to tell you um so two of them were in the United States and I told them like you should definitely look for speech therapists and I like looked up um their location like they had like told me where they were and I like looked up their city and I sent them speech therapists just like from online um the one that was in Somalia I like um responded to her and was just like we talked on the phone a little actually and she was so sweet and I just like gave her you know like the general tips like it Mm -hmm. sounded just like it was like a language delay I mean you can't really know without meeting the kid and so I was just like you know you would she tried this and then reach out to her pediatrician Mm -hmm. I mean I would reach out to the pediatrician anyway and she was like thank you but yeah so I hate the update is I hate the CDC milestones this video made me realize that because they're so, it's so easy for someone to fall, like slip through the radar, like slip through the cracks mm. or fall under the radar. Like Hannah, like they're so bad. Like mm. how on earth are kids going to have 200 words by two if like yeah. these are the milestones? I don't, anyways, that's my other update is I hate the CDC milestones. I don't hot know if take. that's a hot topic. Actually, yeah, I think that's a, a very, 
I think it's a very common take among SLPs because they didn't consult any like speech therapists when they were coming right, up with right, their right. milestones. But like, but, I don't yeah. know, maybe it's a hot take. Maybe some people think that maybe. it's more accurate, but yeah. Then yeah, could be, I don't know. Uh, my um, pediatric experience has dwindled over the past <laughs> two years. So um, when people ask me about pediatrics. I'm just like, you know, I have a great friend named Madame <laughs> who knows a lot more than me or my friend Kat, um, mm-hmm. who can give you great information on that because I don't know. If your parents had a stroke, absolutely can help you there. <laughs> <laughs> if had a traumatic brain injury, absolutely I'll, I'll be there. there. Mm-hmm. Dysphagia, great. Your grandma needs mildly thickened liquids. Let me let yeah. me do her MBS. <laughs> Hannah's yeah, just doing uh, everyone's MBS. But yeah, right? that's those are my updates. This is just a reminder that we love hearing back from you guys. So if you guys would, if, or if you guys have the time to, please leave us a review and a rating on our podcast. That way we can get this podcast out to more people. Thank you guys. Okay, so our next segment is talking about our pay scale and what it looks like being in the speech therapy world. So we're going to start off with what were your expectations, Marom, and versus what were you actually offered as a CF? So um, let me think. I always thought like in the schools, you got paid way less than Mm -hmm. any other setting. That is not true. It depends on the district. Obviously, all that like plays a role. Um, but yeah, that's not true. I think actually like the hospital pays a little less than school. Yeah. Yeah. If you and like then, calculate it out, mm-hmm. sometimes it does. I think hourly yeah. we get like hospitals get paid more. But mm-hmm. I know like if you're calculating like, you know, your time off during the summers, mm-hmm. I think they average about the same. Um, but also in the, the hospitals, you can like get overtime, get more mm-hmm. opportunities yeah. to get more pay, I guess, mm-hmm. because you have those yeah. in the school district, your set salary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which sucks, yeah. But. Yeah. I know. I keep like wondering if there is like an option to be hourly, but I can't imagine that there is. So I, don't I don't think know. so. Yeah. Cause I think their hours vary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what you were saying? No, I'm going to save it for an SLP insanity. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Um, I meant, like, but no. I didn't mean to do that. So we had heard, I feel like mixed things. I don't know. You can tell me what you heard, but I heard like, mm-hmm. oh, SLPs make really good money. And then I heard people's like, SLPs make bad money. Like we have master's right, degrees right, right, and like right. we make dirt money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think I was just like kind of in the middle waiting to see. I have like recruited so many people to the SLP field. Like if there's a way to get <laughs> percentage of income, um, I'm just kidding. But like I have recruited so many people to the field mm-hmm. um, in terms of just like, cause I love the job and I do feel like I'm fairly compensated. So I, but I know that's not the case for everybody. What about right, you? What yeah. were your expectations versus reality? Like versus the hospital was a got. culture shock in terms of like the pay. Like I remember being like, that's so low. And she was like, yeah, I also work in the hospital and early intervention. We're not going to – like, we, the hospital never pays as much as early intervention. Mm. But you, I, yeah. I think – yeah, I think I knew the school district didn't pay as much as the hospital. I think it depends, especially what school district you go to. Absolutely. So, like, for me as a CF, when I applied to my school district that um, I got the job at – and, like, this is – any school district you go to or any school district you go to, you can look up, like, the – pay scale or the rate of pay, like 
salary wise. Um, and so they were offering me a lot less than I would get at the hospital, like salary wise, of course, like, you know, that's not calculating, you know, summers off and like every holiday that I had, mm-hmm. that would, I would have off with being in the school district, but like overall the salary also, for the hospital position looked a lot better like yeah like i would say money like for 50,000 like, more yeah like, like 50,000 more than yeah but then also like the schools have like really good pensions and like they have that is true really great like retirement and all that so yeah. like i feel like so like amanda works in the schools and yeah. i feel like amanda like her really like, her big thing was like i want my summers off and i want winters off mm-hmm. and like right that's something where like it didn't make a big it wasn't a big deal to me like yeah, Same. that's nice, mm-hmm. but like I don't I don't need my summers off. I like to be yeah. working. So No, me, me too. That's what was my thing too. I didn't really mind working summers and like mm-hmm. I mean in the real in reality, like majority of people don't work in the schools and they don't have summers and mm-hmm. like every single holiday off. So um it is nice. Like that's the benefits of working in the schools. But you know, like I said, it was like fifty thousand dollars different. And so I knew though the hospital depending on like what hospital you go to, depending if you're contracted and like really depending on what school district you go to, mm-hmm. it can vary. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, they have a really good pension and they have um, really good benefits. But, you know, at the same time, like if you, I think you have to reach a number of years to actually get your pension. So, and that means if you stay in the school district, that's wonderful. But um, at the same time, if you don't stay in the school district, I don't know if you would receive that pension. Do you know? No, I was just going to add something. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, um, I don't. I think you do lose the pension, but I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. So don't quote me. But we should ask our fellow. The good thing we should. We know so many. The yeah. good thing is, um, when you go into the schools as a CF, you get paid the same as an SLP. There's a difference in rate. I don't know if you knew that. So like, cause they're on a step system. So you just go in wherever step you line up. So it's based on like units and years of experience. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah so like. Right. Our grad school is, like, two units short of, like, being at mm-hmm. the last step. Um, not the last step. The or step, step above. Think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's just – I can't – I literally looked at it once when I was applying and that was it. But, like, it's just, like, what, two units short. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that was really cool. Like, my friends were getting paid, like, an SLP rate when I was still getting my CF rate. I – I think it's nur- – I don't know how it works, actually. I think it's like a nursing rate. They, they end up going to the, the nursing scale. Oh, does it? So if they're – yeah. So like you are either – that's something to look into when you guys are applying to districts because some districts put you on a mm-hmm. teacher scale. Some teacher put you on scale, your own yeah. scale, like on the SLP scale. Um, and, and then some put you like with nursing or psych. Now the ones that are mm-hmm. on psych, you guys make bank. That's like the right. best – pay scale obviously um mm-hmm. but yeah some of them have their own um scale i think um the i think the district that amanda works for like slp has their own scale oh very um, nice and she's very like i i think that it's fairly confident she's fairly that's confident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i guess i can't Absolutely. speak on her behalf <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it sounds like she really enjoys it but yeah everything that it. if you do apply to the school um the school based setting that you can definitely look up their pay scale um, mm-hmm. and see kind of where you would range. And like Ram said, it's based off of units as well. So make sure you have the right amount of units if you need to take an extra class. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that they recommend taking like mm-hmm. a random class just to get do, like, that like anything. higher pay scale. Yeah. They like have, a lot of like, our friends have... said a random class. It was crazy. Yeah. Like they, it's some districts have like guidelines to so make sure you look for it. Mm-hmm. Like some districts, I think the school, I, the district I was going to work for, 
um, they had like a requirement that you had to be able to show how it related to mm-hmm. like the benefits of the students. But like you could do a language class, you could do like child development, yeah. really like anything. Do you feel comfortable sharing how much you were offered when you applied for the school district? Yeah, and it, like I said, it was public, mm-hmm. so they offered me sixty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where my scale was going to be, which was like I said, fifty thousand mm-hmm. less mm-hmm. than I would be earning. Yeah. Um. At the hospital. And then when yeah, I applied for the school district, I believe it was either like eighty mm-hmm. or eighty-five thousand as a new grad. Uh like at that whatever step mm-hmm. I happened to line up with. And then I remember like right. me and Amanda were gonna like um take classes and like get those two units before we started. But obviously I didn't end up going mm-hmm. that route. Yeah, the school district I applied to was one of the lowest ones I think in our Which area. Which is so interesting. But it was a great school district though. Was it the same school district like that a lot of people in our school, like a lot of our professors? No? Oh, okay. I was gonna say like because no, 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 a no. couple of our professors worked at different districts and like they are like at the same district and they really like hyped mm-hmm. up that district. And I've heard really great things, yeah. like really great things from the people there. I think it was a nearby mm-hmm. one, but, but the pay the wasn't, one I to. it wasn't as high. I think it was probably closer to what mm-hmm. you were, where you were offered, but like the benefits were mm-hmm. so good. And like the, I guess like the admin right. was so great. Like, I don't know. So like I said, there are a lot of pluses to yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I think my expectations were, was like, I knew that I, we weren't going to get, like, nurse's salary. Like, I knew that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, maybe it's a close. Like, it's kind of close. I would say it's nowhere near close as a nurse. I um, pay is a fair pay for somebody with a master's degree. I Even if, yeah, like, I you don't have think your so. summers Even off, in the hospital, yeah. though. No, even in the hospital. I don't think across any setting should we be making, as speech pathologists, 65K. Like, that yeah, infuriates me. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, I... Yeah. I think... Somebody had posted it. I was looking at someone's Instagram. She was a speech therapist as well. And she like said she was, I think, a third. She wasn't her CF. She had been multiple years in the field and she was earning in her state. I don't know what state it was in, but she said it was like 50000 And I was like, whoa, that's low for somebody in a school district that's been working in a field for a couple years. Like that's crazy to that's, me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of sad. I was like, I think we deserve more than that for the amount of work we do. Um, and like, same with the hospital too. Like, like I said, we don't earn as much as nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, they earn a ridiculous amount, especially if, like they're not, I literally looked up videos on how much nurses earn. Um, and I have many nurses in my family as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. Pay. Wait, like, can you give us like a range? Because the nurses, oh, absolutely. To, like, they're around the same rates. So maybe they're just underpaid. Okay. Yeah, what's the range? Well, I know a nurse. Are they hourly or um, salary? Who works actually hourly, who works at the hospital that you work at. And she earns about, I think her range is, let's say, $80 to $90 an hour. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's way higher. And then on holidays, on holidays, it was like she worked a holiday, I believe. Yeah. And it was like. I don't eat like two hundred dollars an hour plus. I need to ask and my I was like, what oh their my rates are. Gosh. That's so cool. It, but she is a nighttime nurse um, or she's a knock nurse. And then she also works in I don't know what department. Neuro, no, not neuro. It has to be like I don't know, cancer or I don't know. I have no idea what department she works in, but I know Sharon's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. I would have never, see, I would never work, like earn that much as a speech therapist. But see, then looking like knowing that rate and knowing what a nurse's job is, that's, that's not true. for me. Like, I just know like, 
Yeah, they go. They do. Yeah, a lot. they do a lot, and they like. I feel like they do so much. Like I feel like you can never compensate a nurse enough, mm-hmm. or like absolutely, honestly, yeah, the healthcare field in general. But like, yeah, they do so much, and I think nurses actually don't earn enough. Mm-hmm. The amount of things that they do. I was somebody had posted recently on. No one makes enough um, money. I think actually, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, that's our take. Even to that one. <laughs> um. I think Kelsey Day actually posted this and she was just like an SLP um, during a code blue. And it was like this construction site and these construction workers are like working really hard. And this one person was like walking around just trying to like guide people. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, that's me in a code blue. I'm like, what do I do? I'm just like <laughs> dancing around everybody because so I'm like, me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, I've been in like multiple like rapid responses or code blues and I'm just like, okay, just walking away. And I'm just like staring at everybody like running to their room and I'm like, oh, I hope they're okay. <laughs> I mean, if they're so not your yeah, patient, like I feel like you would be more in the way. No, I've, right? I've been there. Well, yeah true but i've been there twice when it was my patient okay. so i haven't like, experienced that yet so like i'm it's i'm scary. anxious i've experienced like yeah. i had a patient that i saw actually this is like should i save this i feel like if i save it i'll forget but like i had a patient that i did okay. an assessment for like they were really like this is um in the beginning of my or middle of my cfy so like it's been a couple years mm-hmm. or it's been a year and so anyways i was doing an evaluation it she wasn't she wasn't able to do the eval. So like, you know, I told the nurse, like, she's not doing great. Um, and the nurse was like, I don't know who was pushing for the eval for this lady. Cause the nurse was like, Oh, I didn't think she would do great. Um, maybe it was like the caregivers, but it didn't work. So we didn't like progress with the eval. And then literally mm-hmm. I left the room and like, I went to go do my documentation. And then I heard that she was having a code blue and then Oh no. And then she passed. And I was literally oh. like, that was the first time I think I've ever like lost a patient or like experienced yeah. that. And it was so mm-hmm. difficult. And I was like, and my interactions mm-hmm. with, her, with her were so fleeting. Like, cause the, you know, it wasn't like we did the evaluation and we talked and all that. Like, it was literally like, oh, she's not like alert enough for this. And I was just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like the first time it happens, like it's so difficult. And then it never happened again. So I don't know like what this like how I'll feel the next time around, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I got on to that topic, but that's off our yeah, topic from pay scales. Say, so let's I was just gonna ask circle back around. Yeah, so, <laughs> Hannah, did you negotiate your pay as a CF or no? That's a great question. Yeah, I think I talked about this during our CF mm-hmm. episode where um, I didn't negotiate with the school district because I felt like deep down in my heart, I really wanted medical. And But when I got my skilled nursing facility position, I didn't really negotiate as much because I was like, oh my gosh, that's pretty high. Um, but for my hospital position, they gave me like maybe like, I think it was like seven to ten dollars less than the skilled nursing facility so i asked them to match it or get close to it and they were able to match it like i think two dollars less Mm. which i thought was pretty reasonable as a cf um but but yeah absolutely i negotiated i knew that um that i knew that another place was going to offer me a little more so i said hey can you kindly match Mm -hmm. it and i explained why um yeah they kind of um they got really close to it which I, which I was satisfied for. Did you match or did you ask for an increase? Um, yes, I did. So the first place, I think I also talked about this when we did RCF. The first place, the first private mm-hmm. practice I applied to, I hadn't negotiated, but my friend had applied to and she had, and they knew we were friends. So when they 
upped her pay, they upped mine. And then I didn't mm-hmm. negotiate like past that because I hadn't negotiated to begin with. And then I found out I was the least paid person there. So always negotiate. Oh, um, and then when I did absolutely. the hospital position um, for my CFY, I did negotiate. I only got like a couple dollars more. I didn't like, I was, they had asked like for a range that I was like my expectation was, and we'll talk about this later. And I made a mistake um, where I was honest and I didn't go above what I was expecting. Um, and mm-hmm. so like I was able to get a couple dollars more an hour and then like it was going to go up once I got my CF, uh, CF completed was like the agreement. Um, and then I didn't negotiate my early intervention job because I felt like I was being fairly compensated. Um, and was there anything else? Nope. I was just at the hospital and did early intervention. So I did negotiate when I felt like I needed to. And when I felt like I was being fairly compensated, I didn't. I just was thankful that she wasn't lowballing me. <laughs> yeah. Which was absolutely, absolutely. a green flag. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, let's see here. I was thinking that we can give some tips on kind of what you should do if you're a CF or even after your CF, how you should, you know, be honest about your pay scale and what you should do in order to negotiate your pay. I think it's really important. Like you were saying, but I'm like, we don't get, I think a lot of our, our field, we don't really negotiate our pay and we kind of just say, oh, that's what they offer. That's kind of what, sure, why not, right? Because you're just excited to get the job and start. But I think we are a hundred percent valuable to the team, to the hospital, mm-hmm. to the school district, to whatever setting you're in, you're absolutely needed. We need more speech therapists. And I think talking about pay is important because if we don't talk about it, then we're never going to get what we deserve. Right. Yes. And I was listening to like um, a podcast recently and she was talking about pay scale and she was saying like, it was an SLP podcast, which is like random, but she was saying like how, when you accept the low ball offers, like you're not just doing yourself injustice, you're doing all the like other people in your field injustice because like as long as people are accepting these really low rates like $30 an hour $38 an hour like if if someone's accepting them like that's gonna stay but like if everyone was like "Mm, Mm -hmm. no that's really low then they're gonna Mm -hmm. have to adjust but obviously everyone has is in different situations I feel like that's something that's super important to know is like you're in a mm-hmm. different situation than the next person. So you might need to take that $38 an hour job, right? right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, I just yeah. want to like, I think sometimes like people get so fired up about like, don't take the low paying jobs. But like, sometimes mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have to, sometimes that's the only thing that you can do. Um, it's the only job right. you got or whatever. So, but yeah. So do you have, what is your number one tip? Start with your number one tip. Oh, I don't have a number one, but I have a list. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I don't know if they're in order, um, but I found a few things that I resonate personally resonated Mm -hmm. with, and what I've done in the past, and what I will continue doing as I continue to work. Um, But start with evaluating evaluating what you have to offer. So I think when you're getting offered a position and they talk, they give you your salary. um, Start thinking about kind of like how many years you've been working in the field, what kind of experiences you have, if you have any certificates or different like um, um, continuing education, your education level, you know, if you have a master's, of course, like in speech therapy, you have to, Mm -hmm. Um, and knowing, you know, your skills, those are important key things to have in your head when you're talking about pay is basically saying like, I'm worth it. And here are the reasons why I'm worth this amount of money. You need to be your biggest fan in that moment. 
Like, you're your number one fan. Also, like, think of your background Mm -hmm. and think of, like, do you know any other languages? Are you um, fluent Mm -hmm. in any languages? What are your soft skills like? Like, are you really good at connecting with patients? Are you, you know, just, like, these are things where I think, like, we tend to, like, when we get compliments, we're humble, we're, you know, go off, like, that's fine. But, like, Mm -hmm. right now, you are your number one advocate. And I think that was something that was mm-hmm. really hard for me coming into the field. Like with that first private practice, like it wasn't their fault that I didn't negotiate. It wasn't their fault that I was like, ooh, this is low and I deserve better. Like that was my job. Yeah. That was my my responsibility. And I just felt like weird being like, no, but look, like I'm good at one, two and three when like, you know, that's normal. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this when I applied to my CF, but I actually brought in my letters mm-hmm. of recs from oh, – did I yeah. mention that? I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I brought them – yeah, but I brought them in and I was able to show them like, here, here are my skills and here are the people that have backed me up and agree with me and I, how I'm competent in these mm-hmm. areas. Um, and they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so I think that really kind of set me up for success because I was my biggest advocate mm-hmm. like you had said. Um, but yeah, you are your number one fan and you should be proud of yourself because girl, you did yeah. it. You graduated and potentially you will be a CCC SLP with three C's. Yes, three. <laughs> three C's. <laughs> um, the second thing I had was researching the market, knowing kind of what the average is for salaries um, and asking around. I think mm-hmm. like if you have somebody that's in the field that you trust and is your friend or a family member, ask them like, hey, in your CF or, you know, now if they're willing to share with you, like, hey, what is, maybe don't ask them for their the certain amount if they're not willing to share, but like, what's your range? Or say, hey, this is what they're offering me. Is this something yeah. that's reasonable? Mm-hmm. You know, getting somebody else's opinion um, that's somebody in the field. Yeah, I was going to say that too. I was going to say like, you can ask anybody, somebody in the field. There's also like a Facebook group called um, SLP Salaries and Pay or something like that. And people mm, post I've all the one, time yeah. saying like, this is the job description. These are the benefits. This is what my pay is. And I'm in this state or this city. Um, and mm-hmm. then like people respond, they're like, take it girl. That's so great. Or like, we, should link that. we will link it. Yeah. Cause I'm not link that yeah, in the show notes. It's a really good resource. Um, and then like mm-hmm. some people are like, take it, don't take it. And then you can post anonymously, which I think is probably like one of the best parts. Cause it's a really big group. So like that way you feel more safe, I think. Um, right. and then I definitely like reached out to SLPs and like asked them like what they thought about pay. Generally they were SLPs that I knew were like that believed in like having open communication when it came to pay. So I mm-hmm. felt like fine asking, but like you said, um, you could always show someone like the job, the description or whatever, and be like, what would you expect the pay for something like this to be? Cause like, right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and generally people are more than willing to help, even if they don't want to tell you their exact pay, like that is a perfect way yeah. to do it. Like, what do you think this should mm-hmm. be? How do you think this should be compensated? So. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also for, I don't know about, the school districts or early intervention, but for specifically for skilled nursing in the hospital, um, seeing kind of what the caseload is and does that match your pay? So like if they give you like a super low rate and then you're expected to work at 90% productivity, mm-hmm. um, like that's crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like making sure that that compensates. Yeah. Are you getting benefits? Are you mm-hmm. not? Are you getting like a retire or yeah. 401k or a Roth? Um, and those are important. Or what's a PTO? I didn't realize my accrual rate for PTO was so low Is it really? until my mom told me. Yeah, like I get. I think I don't. Okay, my mom said it was pretty low, um, and I, you know, I trust my mom. Yeah. She's smart. Mm-hmm. She's a smart lady working for the state. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that. Like I looked at it last time, and I consistently got like four 
to five hours per paycheck. So that's like eight hours a month-ish. That is kind um, of low, I think. And so, yeah. So yeah, you can negotiate I, I that. I think. I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm pretty low. sure it is too. I just didn't want to sound rude. <laughs> I think that's low. Um, that being said, I don't, because I'm PRN, I don't get um, PTO, so... Yeah. yeah right. Um, but I was going to say you can, that's actually something like, I'm glad you brought that up. So you can look at your full package. Like what is, what are you getting from this place in terms of, like you said, benefits and all the stuff that you listed and pay, mm-hmm. you can negotiate different parts. If you can't negotiate your pay, you yeah. can negotiate your sick days. You can negotiate PTO. Like it, obviously this is very dependent on like the setting and like the location. I think I found with private practices, you have more space to negotiate because like yeah, the schools, same with contract yeah, companies, because like the schools, mm-hmm. they're on a step system. Everyone kind of gets the same thing. Like they have like, I think like three options and then you can pick, mm-hmm. I think the hospitals are the same way, but I don't know. Cause I'm mm-hmm. PRN. They are. Um, and then private pay and contract companies or, or private practice and contract companies, I think are where you have most wiggle room to negotiate. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then like you mentioned looking at the range. So earlier I mentioned like I gave like the low end of the range. So for example, mm-hmm. like on Indeed or Glassdoor or they all show you like a range. I wouldn't say, oh, I saw on Indeed. I would say, oh, I've done some research and this is what people and at I my, the range, yeah, yeah, like this is the range that people are making for this kind of position. Um, right. And then, so I made the mistake of like doing a low range. So let's say like I said, 45 to $50. So then they like, even if they met me at $50, I still thought that was low. So like, I shouldn't have right. that. Yeah, like, yeah. You should put your range above. Um, and then there was something else that I was going to say about this too, but I forgot. Go ahead. Um, I was so funny. I was talking to somebody at my job about this. Um, and I had mentioned that we were going to talk about this in podcast. And so I work in an office that's like just all cubicles. So there's a mix of people. So we have rehab, we have medical records, we have like a dietitian and then like somebody else in the corner. Um, and somebody was listening into our conversation and he like popped his head out and goes, so what you guys are talking about is the resistant point, resistance point. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. So like, it's basically the point where people resist. So you always want to offer like how you're saying a higher, give your highest range because whatever their resistance point is, is going to be somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. of what you're offering. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they have a low range and a high, and you're like the, the crazy amount range and they're going to meet you right in the mm-hmm. middle. So whatever high range you yeah. get, um, they're going to meet you kind of at your actual mm-hmm. range, which is like, and he was like, look it up. It's actually a true thing. And I was like, oh, interesting. We're going to talk about yeah, this in the podcast, but it's called the resistance. Cool. Point. Like I knew it exists. Mm-hmm. I just had no idea what it was called. Um, I will say yeah. also though, like be aware, like I, um, the first time, like I tried to negotiate guys, like I literally, like I went way over like what they were offering and like obviously mm-hmm. they're not but what did they say they to you no that, that was like something i was gonna talk about later but like it's very rare that someone will rescind the job offer because you're asking for higher pay and like if they do like that is a major red flag like they're probably gonna be super mm. nitpicky they're not really someone you want to work with anyway but yeah like i really came in like high overcompensating for like feeling like i was underpaid at my last place um, and they just said like, oh, unfortunately, we cannot afford to pay that right now. And, you know, like they were really kind and they were like, maybe we can yeah. get somewhere else or, you know, look like come to an agreement together. And honestly, like, I think that was absolutely a green flag because I looking at it, I would have been like, am I crazy? But like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side of that, remember, I told the company that I work for right now, I was very honest with them. I was like, my range, like, I didn't give a range. I just said, like, unfortunately, right now, I'm making $25 an hour more than that. And I am not in a situation where I can mm-hmm. take a pay cut. And they ended up calling me and saying, like, okay, we'll match where you are. And, like, do I think that would have happened had I been a brand new, fresh CF? No, but like clearly I have, and it's been a great match. Like clearly I have skills that they needed or that they wanted and they thought it was worth it. But like, it's very rare that somebody will rescind an offer because you're trying to negotiate. In fact, for the, for us, Mm -hmm. it's, someone said like the reason we feel so uncomfortable is because like we don't know how other people are doing it we know like you should negotiate but we don't know what the right way to negotiate is and we kind of like Mm -hmm, build it up in mm -hmm. our head as something so huge but realistically like you could just say something along the lines of like um I'm trying to remember like she had given a couple of sentences I think she said like oh here it is oops this is the third time I do this so her, and we'll quote, we'll link her in the bio. Um, but she okay. said, like, mm-hmm. you could say, is there any flexibility in the salary? I had something closer to blank in mind. Like, it could literally mm, be as simple good. as that. Yeah, yeah. And then she said something so important. She said, stop talking after you say this. Because she said a lot of people, because she's a manager. So she said a lot of people will, like, keep talking. And then they, like, start to doubt themselves. And then they'll, like, backtrack. And, like, she's like, they're gonna pause mm-hmm. you're gonna ask and there's gonna be an awkward silence sit in that silence wait for their response mm-hmm. and I was like okay like that makes so much sense I wish I found this like two years ago right. but um like it could be as simple as just like is this the pay that we can you know go for that yeah right um and I think I mentioned this at the end going off of what you were saying like asking and sitting in the silence um I mentioned this little lower down Mm -hmm. in our notes, but always begin with gratitude, Mm -hmm. guys. I think that negotiating pay can come off really, if you don't do it correctly, arrogant. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we, if you lead with just like thanking somebody or just like thanking them for their time and appreciating them, um, like you guys are, you guys are supposed to help each other. Mm -hmm. You guys are not like, it's not your Mm -hmm. side, like you versus them. It's like, you want to make it like a team effort. Like, Hey, I'm willing to help mm-hmm. you. Can you help me kind of deal? And then just be grateful. Just be grateful for their time. I think that's, we don't, you guys, we don't want to come off as arrogant or like mean or in any way mm-hmm. thinking that we're entitled. Um, and I think coming with a sense of gratitude can definitely help, mm-hmm. um, and benefit you. Yeah, I agree. I think like we're both on the same team. Like we both want me to end up at this job. <laughs> like, so yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> you apply for yeah, it. So but I, so I agree. I think like, and like you said, at the end of the day, just like be grateful and be thankful. And yeah. like, obviously this isn't the same as like, I see so many screenshots in that group I was telling you about of like recruiters texting people and being like, Hey, like I have this amazing SLP job, always using like these mm-hmm. flashy mm-hmm. words and being like, the pay is like $28 an hour. And like the SLPs, right. you guys, they're so great. They're so amazing. Like they respond and they'll be like, ooh, this is my range. Because, like, they – not even, like, from a bad point of view. They just want them to know, like, that's not the going rate in California. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not the going Mm -hmm. rate in Colorado or wherever they are because these SLPs are everywhere. Um, And I think, like, more power to you because I just ignore those. I don't respond. Mm -hmm. "Mm." Right, right, right. No, thank you. Um, Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. Um, my next one was to prepare your talking points. We kind of discussed this um, kind of, but just make sure you know when you're going into it, if you're either having a conversation or you're emailing, but make sure you have your points. And if they, you know, discuss like wh- why, not like, why do you deserve that pay? But like basically explaining to them why you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you worth mm-hmm. that pay range um, or that money? Yeah. But yeah, I think anything you want to add for that one? Um, I think I wanted to also I wanted to add to that is like go in knowing like what is the pay you're willing to accept and what are you walking away from mm-hmm. and what are right. areas that you're willing to negotiate instead of pay, like instead of straight up just like salary. Is there something else that they can offer where you are willing to stay for it? Um, so like this might be they offer CEUs, this might be they offer like you know, Mm -hmm. progress within the company, like there's room for um, promotion, like these are things where like, for you, you might Mm -hmm. be willing to take the lower pay, like you can still try to negotiate, but you might be willing to take the lower pay um, versus like, if they offer you other things. Yeah, exactly. And so just like, know that before you go in. Um, And then like, if they say no, you have to know, like, are you going to like, leave? Or are you going to stay? And that's going to also be like, knowing if, okay, I'm still willing to take this job, even if they say no, is going to be very different in the way that you ask for a raise than if you're willing to walk away, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I think that was, I think. I had two points I wanted to put together. Mm -hmm. Um, My two things was rehearse it with somebody. Mm, That's a really good Talk to somebody else about it. Mm Yeah, if you especially if you're going to do it in person like versus like or on the phone mm-hmm. call or if you're going to email obviously love, you have some more time I to love think about when, it. like recruiter like the for, the hospital placement I had for my CFY mm-hmm. it was me and the recruiter were talking like on the phone and via text so I was able to negotiate via text and you guys like mm, my I'm right. the kind of person like my voice shakes like I get so anxious yeah. and so like it was just mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. much easier to discuss things that made me anxious when I could text yeah, her. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot easier via email and text. But if you're going to do it in person, rehearse it, know your mm-hmm. talking points, like we said, and be confident. Be confident in what you are asking for. Mm-hmm. Like you said, don't backtrack and be like, we actually no, I will take it. I'll take it back. Mm-hmm. Like, no, just be like, if you said it, you said it, girl. And say just it with keep your chest. With it. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, say it with your chest. Absolutely. Um, I think we kind of mm-hmm. talked, okay, I'm trying to look through our list. Um, oh, um, share job related, um, different types of jobs that you're interested in as well. So like I said, I talked about the skilled, local skilled nursing facility who was in the area, mm-hmm. the same city, yeah. what they were offering. Right. So if you know, like, oh, you were, don't lie. Don't say, oh yeah, they offered me this rate. Mm-hmm. Like be honest and be like, yeah, they offered me a higher rate. Could you match mm-hmm. that or get close yeah. to it? I was going to say, um, that's one of my favorite reasons mm-hmm. for applying to multiple jobs at a time, because even that's, if yep. there's a place mm-hmm. that offers you more pay, but like, maybe you don't like that setting that much. You're not really passionate about the population. Mm-hmm. Like it gives you the, the ability to say, I've been offered this, but I would really love to work with you guys and your setting. And like, obviously it's true. Like, I'm not saying to be ingenuine. Generally, like that's been my experience is like the place that's offering me less happens to be the place that I just really want to be at. And like, I feel like it shows them like, I still want to work with you. So like, can you match it? Or like you did with the skilled nursing facility. Um, I did just want to touch mm-hmm. on one thing too. It was like, if you give a range and they meet you at the end of your range, like the highest point of your range, you like do not be like, okay, actually, I want like more. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I hope not. no, because then that I seems just like not, yeah. so like, 
um like disingenuine I guess is a word is that a mm-hmm. word yeah that's a good word and so like yeah, yeah. just you know um just keep that in mind so especially if they got you at the highest range yeah. like that's great congrats yeah. like that's you yeah but sometimes they when they you do at the that, highest range like, you're like oh I could ask for more and like so they're just like I'm just saying right. like you could have girl but like you already didn't I don't know I feel like oh you could no absolutely yeah, like, that's what happened to me yeah that's literally what happened to me after my CF. I offered like, I had brought some talking points up and then I offered them like a dollar less than what I would really originally mm-hmm. wanted. And I was like, and they they were like, okay, yeah, sure. And I was like, dang, I could ask for a dollar mm-hmm. more. So, <laughs> and I was like, dang yes. it, but absolutely. Yes. And it's funny because like, it's like a dollar, but still like you feel like it adds up, yeah, right? It's um, yeah. Yeah, but I do, over time. this did happen to me once where I was like, I offered the range. This was actually for the hospital at for my CF, I offered the range and like, I really had lowballed myself. <laughs> um, and so like when they matched it, I like, I did end up, cause it was via text. So it was a lot easier for me to talk to her and she was really sweet. The per- the recruiter. So I was like, um, mm-hmm. I know I said that this was the range, but upon further reflection, I've done more market research and I found like jobs for this rate usually go for this. And then she was, she was willing to go up, but I know for a fact that could have cost me the job if it was literally any other company. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but I was also willing to walk away. But like at that point, well, mm-hmm. I take that back because at that point I was, my heart was set on them. Um, but like, I guess mm-hmm. what happened earlier on, but just be aware, like I personally, even though I've done it, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I just, I think I just got lucky. <laughs> um, I think my last point that I want to bring up was to prepare for tough questions. Mm-hmm. So of course, if you are asking for a higher rate of pay, they're going to ask you some questions that you may be uncomfortable with, or they you might have a long conversation. So be ready for those questions. Hopefully it's over text or email because mm-hmm. it might be easier. But if it is over their phone, just prepare yourself. Set some time. Um, if you're, you are having a conversation over the phone or in person, set yourself some time in order to like spend time with them mm-hmm. to talk about it. Don't be like rushed, mm-hmm. like set apart your day to be like, okay, I'm going to set a time and make sure I can have this meeting mm-hmm. um, and really discuss yeah. it with them because it's important not only to you, but to them. Yeah. And then also, like, I think yeah. I had mentioned that I usually, like, set up my interviews from, like, least appealing to most least, appealing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the thing is, when you do that, obviously, like, the, the least appealing, in air quotes, like, that's still a great job. That's still a job that someone's going to love. So, like, they – and they're still looking right. for a good match. And so, like, they mm-hmm. – um, they'll like ask you those questions and then you might like trip up your first interview. You don't know how to answer, but now I have it in my mind for the next place. And when I say Mm -hmm. like least appealing, I just want to say like, it just like, usually what happens is I'll apply to a couple of jobs that are like available, but then I'll apply to like my dream job. And then like, you know, so like my dream job I'll put at the end if I can, if I'm able to like maneuver Mm -hmm. my schedule like that, because like everyone has like a job that you apply to and you're like, I'm probably not going to get that, but like, it'd be nice. And so Mm -hmm. I just didn't want it to seem like, you know, I was talking down about other jobs that (laughs) I've interviewed with. Right, right, right. But yeah. And then I was thinking we could wrap up the session like this. Are you, do you have any more talking points? No, that's so it. So I was thinking we could like wrap up with some suggestions for things that people could say when they ask for a raise. Um, mm, because sometimes it's like hard to come up with things. I mean, I already said one of them and I only had, I think I only have two. So 
You only had that one? No, I have two. Do you mean like asking – oh, go ahead. Say your other one then while I okay. think. So like – so here's some things that you guys – so Jen, let me just back here. Okay. So we've given you guys all this information and sometimes it can be so hard to put it into words. And so I was just listening to a few different podcasts and we'll link them in the show notes because they're so good. Um, and these were some suggestions they gave in terms of like asking for a raise because it seems so scary. And like we said, sometimes it can be as simple as is there any flexibility in the salary? I had something closer to blank in mind. Or if you're willing Mm. to walk away, you could say, if you're able to do X amount of money, I'd be happy to accept. Because then they can say, you know, that's like a very, like, if you can do this, I'll stay. So that's probably more for like, if you're willing to leave. Um, And then also when you get your C's and you want to negotiate your pay, if you haven't already discussed it, Mm -hmm. like, I think the best would be to discuss it at your when you accept the CFY position, yep, that's the absolutely. easiest place to bring it up. But if you didn't, like I didn't, um, I would just say like, okay, I ha- officially have my license. I'm a licensed SLP. And I was wondering what my rate is going to look like now. Um, and Or you could say mm-hmm. like, this is the rate I had in mind. What What's your range or whatever. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. those were my little, I don't know. Sometimes it helps me if someone gives me a template. So that was my little template for you guys. No, absolutely. Um, I... I agree with you. And I think bringing it up, honestly, yearly, if you guys have an annual review mm -hmm. or even if you don't ask yearly, um, I know some companies have like every single year they'll have year, they'll have an annual review and they'll like talk about the raise, but some companies don't like my company doesn't really talk about that. Um, And so I would honestly bring it up when you're you know, it's your anniversary coming around and then you've been there for mm-hmm. one to two years, bring it up like, Hey, who can I talk to about my current mm-hmm. rate of pay? This is what I've accomplished in the past years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can, I would love to stay with, you know, whatever company you're, you're, you're with. Um, and then talk about it. What kind of value do you bring yeah. to your company, but bring it up. I think, I think that's, and like, maybe keep like a running note of like things that you've done mm-hmm. um, for the company. This was something like I had told my husband, like he is an engineer. And so like I was telling him, so his company's really great mm-hmm. about like the way they treat their um, employees. But I was telling him like mm-hmm. in general, like you should keep a running list of like projects that are really important or projects where like, or times yeah. where you really stepped up um, so that you can have, cause you're not going to remember off the top. Of, I mean, I wouldn't remember off right. the top of my head. And so like that way you just have something to reference like, Oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. I did lead this project or I did help like do this training or whatever it is, um, that way you just kind of have something to support you and just remind them. Cause a lot of times like they have other employees, like, you know, they might need a refresher. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then I was told that a, the, a good workplace gives a raise at least at once every two years. I don't know where mm. I heard that. I don't know who told me. Um, I think I like read mm. it probably in something before we started working. I thought it'd be every year. That was like at least, so ev- oh, I think okay. if you're yeah, doing an annual gotcha. review, that's the perfect time to bring up a raise. But like you said, know your talking points. I agree. Like, you, they're not just going to give you money just because you show up. You Freely. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just because you're an yeah. employee. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be able to tell them why you think you deserve the money. Um Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, and then also, sorry, I hate that I do this. I hate that I wrap up and then I have a thought. 
Also, <laughs> if somebody offers you a raise, you guys can negotiate that raise. Just so you know, like this isn't oh, absolutely. Justin That's what I did. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you could be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm no. so thankful. Thank you so much." Um, however, mm-hmm. I was actually thinking around this rate or something like that. Yep. Like you don't have to. It's not like, oh, dang it, I missed my opportunity to get the higher yeah, raise. Yeah, yeah. Like you can negotiate a raise. Yeah, I was like, that's what I did after my CF mm-hmm. year. I they literally I said, okay, this is what they said. What I basically just had an open question, open ended question. I was like, what are you willing to offer me? They gave me a number, and I said, I was on the phone, and I remember saying, well, actually, this is what I was looking at, and here's the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that, and I was like, yeah. She's like, let me get back to mm-hmm. you, and then she got back within a couple of hours, and I was like, yeah, we can give yeah. you that, and it was at least I think five to six dollars mm-hmm. more. Than they were offering yeah. me. And then, yeah. I think, sorry, you can take this mm-hmm. out if it yeah. sounds weird. Um, like, because I feel like we keep wrapping up and I keep adding. Um, I was going to also mm-hmm. say that negotiating salary versus hourly is so weird. Because, like, hourly, you're going down to the dollar. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, salary, you know, you're, like, 5000 10000 I know somebody who negotiated yeah. their salary, like, 20000 plus. So, like, it's just, oh, wow. like, a different... Just know, like, it's a different ball game. I feel like, and just like, mm-hmm. what do you think is? I don't have any like backup for this, but what do you think is like a normal r- range to negotiate for? Like, like if someone offered you a job that's fifty five an hour, what would be like the normal range? Like, what's the highest that someone could negotiate? You think for like a hospital position? Yeah, yeah, because that's what your experience is. So yeah, we'll go with hospital position. Oh, well, it depends. <laughs> I mean, okay, so like, wait, so you're like, I guess I'm asking like, like, what's like, what would be mm-hmm. an outrageous number versus like, like, I feel like in some situations, that's why I didn't like want to say hospital specifically, but I feel like in some situations, like mm. you could negotiate $10 more or like an hour oh, or like yeah, even, yeah. I mean, I didn't believe this until it happened, but like, or even 20 or $25 an hour more. Um, mm. But I don't think mm-hmm. that I would feel comfortable. Like I personally wouldn't go to $20 or 15 even an hour more like you yeah, know what I mean no, I feel like that sense. would seem like astronomically more to me I don't know are you around the mm-hmm. same I think I think 10 to 15 to be honest with you depending on would like you know, how much. many years of experience or would be a good range um, no I think that's like the good range oh, okay. a good range um it's depending on like what setting mm-hmm. you worked at or you've pre- your previous experience mm-hmm. so if I've always asked for at least I think like five to ten dollars more mm-hmm typically and I've gotten the higher end of my my negotiations Mm -hmm. um but I think it also depends on like your experience and what you're paying Mm -hmm. how desperate they are I think is the biggest thing too yeah because I was gonna say like I usually negotiate like in five dollar increments not that you have to but like I don't know why my brain does that yeah that makes sense no I don't know I think you're right like five to ten dollars is like a good range yeah yeah. I mean ten is an increment you know what guys no 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 Ten dollars. I would say ten dollars. So they get the, you know, and then they always offer you two more dollars yeah. under. So you'll get the seven. Yes. That's typically yeah. my like mm-hmm. how I do yeah. it. Um, my so I jumped. I don't know if you know your percentage from CF to, um, oh, I or CF math. to mm-hmm. like license. I, my my percentage. I got an increase of twenty percent. Okay, let me do my getting math. after okay. my C's. Um. Do you just divide that like smaller number by the bigger number? Mm. And then Do you I don't know how I did my math to be honest I, with you. So if I did oh, my math see, correctly, which I probably didn't, then I think my increase was thirty. 
But uh, did I expect it to be 30? No. I definitely thought it would be like – Wait, hospital or hospital? Hospital, hospital. Like same yeah. company? Oh, well, okay, different right. company because I'm not at the same company. But – Oh no! I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, like hospital, like same, same yeah. company, because it would be harder. It's easy to negotiate if you go from a, oh, wait, a different I could do company this for to a different company. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I what, what was it company. for? Like the same company? You know what I mean? Because it's different if you go from a different, okay. you know, because they don't know what really your first starting rate was. <laughs> I'm very you know honest I mean? with my rates. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, okay, so for my early intervention company, who I'm still with, um, so she like the offer was. Or give me like a dollar, maybe how much dollar okay, increase so she increased, instead of percentage if you can't do the I math. I want to say the dollar because like she – No, no, no. I mean like $7 more, $10 no, more. No, I know. But like, like I don't want to because she's got oh, okay. everyone at the same base pay. And I don't know. Like, oh, it's I see, a small I see, company. I see. I don't want to like stir the pot. Um, but like I'm, I'll tell you. But like I don't Anyways, um, it was like a 25% increase from my um, – Yeah, it's for 20 to 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still also like – That's pretty decent. I guess that gets the answer anyway. But like, yeah, that's it's a good increase. Um, But then also the hospital was like a 30 increase. But I think, I think probably – I did the math, you guys, and I'm so bad at math. Um. So I feel like so I'm about, not telling the truth. Let's, let's say, say 20, 20 to 25. Yeah, like 20 to 25. 20 to 25, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. 20, 20 to 25% increase after your C's. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to get maybe at least 10% this time mm-hmm. around when I negotiate. Um, but negotiating is hard. Just to wrap this mm-hmm. segment up, negotiating is hard. Um, it is complicated. I think it's like a dance that you have to strategically maneuver around but know that you guys are SLPs and you guys are worth it. Like we've been saying this whole entire time, mm-hmm. like be confident guys. Yeah. Like you guys deserve it. Um, don't be cocky, be grateful mm-hmm. for whatever you get. Um, but know that you are so worth it. Yes. So yeah. Okay. Rom, do you want to go on to our next segment? Unless you have something to add. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes, I do want to go on to our next segment. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything to add. Okay, so on to our next segment. We are going to be discussing our SLP hits or misses for the week. Hannah, what do you have for me? <sighs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, so my I have a miss this week. I almost I had have a, a miss. True miss. I almost. Oh, oh I almost. almost. Mm-hmm. Wait. I want to know what your almost miss was, but no, you go first. Um, okay. That's interesting how it's almost. <laughs> um, so my miss. So I work, and I've mentioned this before. I work in a hospital and the local skilled nursing facility, and we've had we have about like three to four in our like area mm-hmm. um, that when patients discharge from the hospital, they may go to if they need further assistance and rehab. Um, but I've been noticing at my skilled nursing facility, an increase of patients coming to my facility without swallow studies or MBSs, and they have dysphagia. Mm -hmm. And I, it's been a, such a big miss because I don't think people realize how hard it is for skilled nursing facility speech therapists to get a swallow study. Mm -hmm. It, you have to jump through so many hurdles. And I've had multiple patients on my caseload who I've been advocating for. And I'm only there maybe four hours a week. Mm-hmm. And it is very hard for – and I feel all you guys out there who are skilled nursing facility um, or SNF 
um, speech therapist, I feel for you because it is so hard to get a patient and to advocate for it. You have to like, the patient either has to be talking and be able to advocate for themselves. They have to have a family member that can advocate a great medical team to advocate or a doctor that is behind them to do that. But if you do not have one or multiple of those factors, your patient is unlikely to get an MBS. Mm -hmm. And so I think as acute care speech therapist, I just want to bring to attention to you guys that if you have the resources, please utilize them because it's very hard. I had to jump through hurdles to try to get these patients swallow studies and they haven't. Um, And it's been multiple days and they've been declining and we've had to discharge. There's nothing like me and the other speech therapists were like, there's nothing we can do skilled wise. Mm -hmm. Like there's literally nothing. Mm -hmm. This person needs a swallow study Mm -hmm. and I can't help you like there's nothing I can do. And and I thank God that this other speech therapist is like totally behind it and totally agrees with me. But yeah, that's my miss and it sucks and it's hard and it's hard to be an advocate for patients when they're not able to be advocate for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. I actually- but That's our jobs. I just recently like listened to another podcast and I think I'm trying to think mm-hmm. if it was like the same one that you had listened to. I don't know. Um, But anyways, I listened to a podcast. Was it about the trach patients? Yes. And she was saying, I never knew swallow your pride. until- like, Yeah, Swallow Your Pride. That's what it was. I never knew until that- episode how hard it was for and um uh like someone to get an mbs done at after discharge as an outpatient like i didn't know there were so many like obstacles and hurdles and like i honestly like i i've only ever been on the other side of it yeah like i because i've only ever been like in the hospital, not like and so, on the okay. other side of it. Right, yeah. right, right. And not to, you know, we talked about this before in the other podcast, but that, like the interview that I had with the hospital they were working at, not to say anything, but like that really like just made me so mad that they had said that because I don't think they realize how hard it is when you say like, oh, they'll get an outpatient setting. Mm-hmm. And like, it's frustrating to hear that as a skilled nursing facility speech therapist. I think we need to start thinking about our patients like in a continuum, like their care does not stop when you leave their, when they leave your site, like their care continues, their life continues after them. And that's so critical that a lot of acute care speech therapists forget that they have lives after you guys. And it's just like, how can you advocate for that person afterwards? Like I had this, I had a speech therapist once tell me, like I had an eval for a patient with a peg tube and their peg tube had fallen out and I wanted to get further information. Like, hey, why do they have the peg tube? Can they eat by mouth? Um, why did they, rem- like, what happened to the peg tube? You know, all these questions that I wanted to ask. And the speech therapist, like, like was like, well, they have a peg tube. Why won't you discharge? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, but, like, they're going to go back to a skilled nursing facility. What if the skilled nurse, like, the ST there wants an MBS mm-hmm. and they couldn't get it? What if they can eat by mm-hmm. mouth, but they've never seen a speech therapist, mm-hmm. so they haven't been able to? Like, there's all these questions I had. And I was like, we need to do a better job at, you know, advocating for the patient for their future. Like how can we help the next SLP? Mm-hmm. And I think that would make our field so much better. Like recently, so I, so go off ahead, the tangent, but ahead, recently yeah. I had, I had an outpatient, um, I had an outpatient come in and she had probably like moderate dysphagia, um, silent aspiration on thin liquids. And she was working with a speech therapist in a local, you know, assisted living facility. And I literally was like, this speech therapist worked so hard to get this report and she probably would never see this report. So I actually gave my number and my email address. And I said, you tell that speech therapist to call me ASAP so I can personally give her the information. I called mm-hmm. her the week later and she goes, I've never, I haven't seen the report. 
like she would have no idea how to contact me. Mm-hmm. She would have no idea how to like, she was like, they told me they I can't get it because the radiologist hasn't sent it over. And I go, I laughed and I said, the radiologist writes one line and it says, see speech therapy note. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you would never read this. And it made me so yeah. sad to see, to see that like as our disconnect. level of care. Mm-hmm. So such a big disconnect. Yeah. And actually, Swallow Your Pride has a great podcast about this. And it's her answering questions to a, to a speech therapist who works in the skilled nursing facility. And that was the biggest complaint that the speech therapist had was like, why is there such a big disconnect? Why can I get these reports? And I have so many patients come in with dysphagia that's never gotten a swallow study. And it makes me so sad because we are not we're not advocating for them enough. But that's yeah, that's my long story short. But that's my SLP miss. It's a really big miss, and I've been feeling so heavy about it and annoyed about I'm glad it. You got it off your chest. It's a very important miss, <laughs> and I think there needs to be more discussions about it. Um, and I think, like, like I said, I that never realized how hard it was to get you know um, mm-hmm. an MBS done at outpatient. Um, like I said, I was trained to do like the bedside eval and then like MBS if needed, but like if it's mm-hmm. not urgent, then like or like if their discharge is coming up and it's not urgent, then like, you know, discharge and do it as outpatient. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just like never, honestly, it never occurred to Thought me. About yeah. It. Yeah. Um, but it takes months. Yeah. That's what months. I've heard. And then also like, I have also heard like that there's a disconnect too, like in terms of getting reports to other locations. And like, that's, I think like, okay. this, the like we need to build a community. Like at the end of the day, like that's, what's going to increase like our patient mm-hmm. care is like if you're the SLP at the sniff and I'm the one at the hospital and I can call like pull up the phone and like call yeah that I sniff. know all the speech yeah, therapists and just be like okay in so my just city. so you know yeah. like this happened Absolutely. or whatever um I think that would make such a big difference yeah it might be harder for like larger cities but my city it's pretty small mm-hmm. so I can contact all mm-hmm. the skilled nursing facilities I do want to now that you mentioned this, I have a tip. So when I found out, when I started working at the SNF, I found out that none of my reports come in. Only the last note that I write, which would maybe be talking about strategies, like it's super random. So I actually went to my discharge planner or I I went to the nurses that discharge patients Mm -hmm. because I asked, I was like, hey, who discharges patients? Why is none of my reports going to whatever, why isn't it following my patient? And they said, oh, because whoever is discharging doesn't press your report. And I go, oh my gosh. So I educated all the nurses that you need to press. If they have a swallow study, you need to press that report and send it Mm -hmm. to the next place they go to. So asking, like connecting with the nurses, asking like who is discharging patients, finding that charge nurse, because they're your ticket to helping that next speech therapist. And it's going to change the next speech therapist will reach out to you and trust me they will thank mm-hmm. you for sending that report it will change because i think that we think like i think acute care slps they're like oh these skilled nursing facilities what are they doing right but like we're not we're not helping them we're not like setting them up for success we're basically like saying just do your thing like it's like well, i have access to it. i'm not i'm gonna choose not to do it mm-hmm. and they're like the slps are like scrambled they have no idea what to do um, and they're doing therapy that's not really skilled. It's just watching a patient eat, which is not therapy. Um, but yeah, sorry, that was a long tangent and it's an important, very one, long, and I'm passionate very about it. One, and yeah. I'm glad that you're passionate about it. I'm very proud of you, and I'm glad that you're sharing <laughs> but, um, that because I think that sometimes that can be a hot take, and I think it's sometimes scary mm-hmm. to share our opinions if we aren't like always a hundred percent 
supported. And right. so I'm always proud of you for sharing your opinion. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. But um, tell me, what is your miss or almost miss? Oh my gosh, no. I'm going to tell you my SLP hit and then off air, I'll tell you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> my almost okay. miss. Um, okay. So I am in the Med SLP Collective Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, are you part of the mm. group? I don't know. I'm not. Are you part? Do you like do the membership, like the paid membership, or um, is it only the Facebook group? So I think I was a paid member. I'm. I don't think I am anymore. If I'm being honest, I'm not sure. I. I use mm. the informed SLP a lot. I haven't. Um, man, mm, now I, I feel like too. I'm like trash talking. I'm not trash talking. I just like. I think I had subscribed, and then I think I just never renewed. And I was on maternity mm-hmm. leave for 10 months. So, like, I didn't. Which makes sense. Yeah, so, like, I feel like, let me backtrack. I was on maternity leave for 10 months, so I'm not subscribed. But I'm sure it's a great resource. But I'm part of. It is, yeah. yeah. So, I'm a part of their group. Um, and, like, their SLP Facebook group. And every week they post, like, you know, share something that's going on with you in your life. Like, if you're mm-hmm. feeling good, share this emoji and, like, tell us what happened. If you're feeling bad, this emoji. Mm-hmm. If you need us to message you and check in on you, like, this emoji. And which is so, like genuine and so kind like Mm. you know like just thinking like sometimes you are in this really sad dark place and like just having like it's just like a hand that's always like reaching out for you you know what I mean it's just so sweet Mm -hmm, anyway so mm -hmm. like I don't always comment but I think I'm like a pretty active on that post only like I'll just like say like oh my gosh my podcast went international today I'm so excited (laughs) because we have gone international so round of applause for us so proud of us um and like they'll be like oh that's so great blah blah blah. or um recently um I was saying like sharing about like the bilingual assessment that I have to do and like you know I was saying like my basically like my win for the week is like that these speech therapists were so helpful for me whatever anyways so the first time they sent me like a little envelope and like a handwritten note which was so cute and like inside of it there was um, stickers for the Med SLP Collective, and I was so happy. Oh, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, this is!" So I've seen those before, yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is so sweet." This time around, I'm like, it's funny because like I'll comment, and then like maybe like two weeks will go by, and I'll like just forget, mm-hmm. and then like I'll like. So this time around, they sent me like a little snack box. It's. So- Are you sure you're not? Are you sure you're not a subscriber or like a part of their actual? You should check because okay, I'm so pretty sure on Instagram they had talked about this. No way. And Let it was check. yeah, and it was part of their like subscription or like But it's snacks. Um, it's nothing speech I mean, therapy related. I know, but st- I think they had mentioned like to talk like to their members. They sent out those things to their members. No way. But I don't know, I can be wrong. Hold on. I can I, think I, can I literally saw check them in, that like, they had a, in a snack. One second. You probably are. That'd be so funny, though. I would be so sad if, like, I'm a member and I haven't been utilizing them. But I could see that being. I honestly, the way my brain works, you guys, that's up to you. I just follow them on Instagram, and they're great. They're great resources. Even like they're free. They're free resources. Mm -hmm. Um, They're wonderful. I highly recommend. I have I I have friends that have been a part of the SLP Collective. but they actually have – I think Teresa Richards is, like, the owner of it. They have the SLP um, Summit, and it's free. That's free. And yeah. I, that was mind-blowing. Yeah, and it's amazing. Guys, it's, so it's amazing. I remember, like, mm-hmm. I posted it on my story. Yeah, I'm not a member. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Maybe you just got free snacks. That's cool. Well, now I'm, like – Now I'm, like, wondering hit. if I – I have to look into this more. But I just tried my login. Like, you know, it saves a login, and I'm I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it didn't work. Um, 
they've been probably charging your account. I'm like, I feel like I would have noticed. You know how much the subscription is? You probably would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's too expensive, but I, I know because my friend also does it as well. Um, Do you get their emails? But I, they're a really good resource. Mm, yes, I actually don't know. I don't. I'm just part of their um their, their Instagram, or I follow them on Instagram. They're, so they're, I'm subscribed to their emails, um, and their email list is oh, so like yeah, nice. Do. So like they talk about like getting um hands-on experience with fees and MBS. Wait, maybe sometimes I, yeah, wait, maybe up- I am. Yeah, sometimes they bring up like research that's been done in the area or new articles that have been released. Um, but that being said, yeah, I don't think that I'm a paid member. I think I would love to be, and I think oh, I think I am. I think um, oh yeah, I'm a part of their. Yeah, I'm a part of their um, email list. Email list. Yeah. Um, and I think like yeah. I would. Sorry, I think I would love to be, and I probably will be when I have. Right now, I'm very part time, mm-hmm. so like I'm not. I'm Just not, listen like, to the yeah. podcast, like. You'll get so much information just Oh, their podcast? The- I, I was like, I don't feel like we bring them up that oh, no, much. Not- <laughs> so <laughs> no, not their podcast. I mean, yeah. swallow your pride. Yeah. She's a safe, she's the owner. Right, so yeah. She, her podcast is amazing. Her podcast is really She'll good. learn so much. Yeah. I like her podcast. Learn so much. Um, okay, so that was my SLP so win is this hit. box. So I had no idea what it was. It came with a really cute, like, personalized note. And then, like, it also came with, like, healthy snacks. And they're pretty good so oh. far. So... That was my wow. That's actually a lot win. of snacks. I can't imagine. Did you get um my little surprise? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so my SLP win point two. So that was gonna be. So I was like gonna have a miss, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna make this my win. And then I was like, this is so cute. So Hannah sent over. She made a few guys follow us on Instagram. I'm sure you've seen. She made little cute, mm-hmm. adorable stickers of our logo, which is so like aesthetically pleasing to me because it's pink. Um, it's just it's like so, so cute. cute. And she like made stickers and she mailed them to me. And Hannah is like me. Yes, she yes, yes. she can't keep a secret. So she told me ahead of time. But I like cannot. I was so <laughs> excited to get them. And I literally am buying a Simply Modern cup just so I can stick them on. So stay tuned oh, for the absolutely. reveal <laughs> they're so cute absolutely yes wait did you get my other gift did they not come in the inside the card i got you an amazon gift card no way what yeah because you were you were um stopping from amazon you were not um <gasps> You told me that you had stopped buying from them because you were on a hiatus from it since your credit card. <laughs> Do you not remember? No, I have to tell you something. <laughs> what? I knew it was in the envelope, so I didn't open it because I want to record myself opening it so I can make a TikTok for it. <laughs> so, like, I had no idea that that was in there. That is um... so funny. Yeah, I was like, wait, did you not... There's like literally like, a gift card. In I was it. like, this would be really good content for like our Instagram and our TikTok and a good way to like show our stickers. Um, and so I just like I literally You can still open all I still will, I will. But oh my god, I was just thinking like I keep ruining the surprise. <laughs> it's okay, that was my fault. Like I didn't tell you, like, oh I like I didn't tell you about the idea of posting because I was just like it's just like a small video. Um but yeah, also <laughs> the video that post. we posted did so well on I mean, this is going to sound, like, really small mm-hmm. to anyone who's viral. But, like, on TikTok, it got a 1,000 views. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not on TikTok, but yeah. that's 
That's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, so post the next one and be surprised when you get your Amazon gift <laughs> I'll card. I'll post this Because you told me clip. you're in a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was like, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. You really yeah. didn't have to. I was like, I should give her. Well, I was like, I should get, I got one for my student because it was her birthday. And I was like, oh, I should get one for mom because she, um, it's not going on Amazon because her paycheck. And I haven't or been. you aren't working. Yeah, I haven't yeah, been. Yeah, good for you. I've so been, now like, you have my rules. opportunity to. I don't even buy you Starbucks. Can buy more stickers. I buy like my little, wow. like I buy these in bulk from Costco. Um, I've been really good. And I'm like, good you guys you. don't get it. I love, I love getting packages. Like I'll order so many things and then the mail will come and my husband will be like, oh, what'd you get? Mm. And I'll be like, I have no idea. It's like a surprise for me. Um, a little gift mm. from past Madame. But thank you so much. That was so sweet. Yeah, and I literally, like, I was like, <laughs> That is um, so funny. I was like, about? did she, is she not going to acknowledge that I gave her? I was like, um, I guess maybe, maybe her husband opened it. No, he took it. Imagine. He stole it. Threw it away. No, no. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You just haven't I'm seen sorry it. I ruined the it's whole okay. vibe. Was like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like, that is yeah, because so I'm, I'm always like, I'm thinking of our social media because I feel like we have so much potential with it and like we have so, so much. much content that we can put out there. And I just need all to, these like, bloopers. Yeah. Like this would be you should so combine them. Like I, I should, my sister did a blooper video for me. You should me, combine all. And I think she did, yeah, she yeah, should yeah. do one for us too. I'm going to ask her because like we have so many bloopers um but not yeah, just that like so our content I feel like would be good for so like for Instagram for TikTok like I feel like it's stuff mm-hmm. like people would be entertained by and so like I'm always I do this with my stuff too like I'll order a package and intros. then not open it mm-hmm. oh, no, and all just our intros would be funny um yeah see right yeah right. just our intros yeah. and be like I think one time you said a silly word and I was like oh what is that <laughs> but yeah, yeah all of those should be in one one reel I'll tell her she's, That'd be great. she's really good at it but um I was gonna say like that I literally will order packages and then not unbox them so that I can make mm-hmm. a video and show like you know I love watching unboxing videos so I'm like let me give this to track right, right, right. and then same, I never make the same. video and then I end up opening them because I need the stuff that's in it but good um, thing I told you yeah good thing you did so just be sitting there yeah I'm really excited I'm I feel really thankful well, right happy. now and I feel really spoiled and you really did not have to do that <laughs> I really appreciate it well of course you're a great podcast host oh my gosh you're um, way better yeah. than me girl I'm the worst podcast host I feel like oh, we yeah. started off no, like no, no. I was like I'll do most of the work and then like like there's just been a shift <laughs> it and, just like, shifted <sighs> Well, you've been busy, so it's reasonable. That's okay. And you have you've so much time on. on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm we've sorry. been ahead of schedule, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that ends this episode of our podcast. Um, let us know, guys. Be honest about your pay scale. Just let us know how you feel, how this conversation went. Um, be confident in yourself and know that, you, of course, you are worth it and you deserve it. Um, so... As always, like we said, just follow us on our social medias and let us know how we what we can talk about. Do you want to hear more about, you know, this topic or what else we should discuss? Um, so tune in next, guys. Tune in next week, guys, um, to see what else we got to talk about. All right. Bye. Bye.